0: The Why Me Project, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today.
1: So, a few weeks ago, Holly comes up to me and says, Hey, I did an event and it was with a vet. She's amazing. We need to have her on the podcast.
0: That's pretty much how it went.
1: So, we went from having Holly's friends to then just people she meets. She loves them and says, Get on this bad boy.
0: Yeah. All right. People that I meet on the street, hey, you look like you might have an interesting story, and I like your vibe.
1: Yvette Rincon, how are you?
2: I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm I'm very thankful for the opportunity to talk and share my story, share what we're doing through the church and through our podcast and books and all that. All for God's glory and um, help people with mental health issues or situations that need help.
1: We like to ask the skill testing question because we never know where it's going to go about who yeah. are you and where did you come from?
2: Well, I'm originally from the Dominican Republic and I've been in Canada for 10 years now, almost when I first came here, I came through the sponsorship of a business. So I, I came with a work permit, uh, permanent residence and everything. So, um, so I started working and, and, of course, making my living, but at the same time uh, serving downtown Toronto. After uh, I was told when I landed that there was a bylaw who regulated that regulated places of worship and forced many churches to leave town. So <laughs> when I arrived to downtown, like uh, I was in Church Street and Wellington, and there was only like one church. There was another Anglican church, the St. James Cathedral, I think it is. And there was this small church. And I said, why there's not many churches? Because in the Dominican Republic, there's a church like every corner. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I come downtown and there's not many options. And I said, what happened? And they explained that to me. And even the, the church, church in the city that I was attending, um, to, to stay where they were, they had a legal battle with the city. To allow them to be there, so that's how it started. So we, so the Lord allowed us to be there, and then that those services grew, and we expanded to open church in Regent Park, which is uh, we used to have it as a as a meal for the homeless on Saturdays, but we had such crowd that uh, it was a good idea to start a church, and, and still a church. They're still going, and um, and then there was a third one that is in the distillery district. So we managed to <laughs> create some spaces of worship for people, and that was an exciting uh, experience to be part of that. And um, and also, I I just um, I realized in Canada that uh, there wasn't a lot of options for believers to find uh, somebody to talk to when they had an issue, when they Mm. had mostly mental health problems, uh, traumas and things like that. We come to the Lord and we accept him and we receive scripture, but we come with a lot of issues from the past or issues that we have right now. And And at some point when I needed help, uh, I was told, um, I don't have an answer. Like, it's so complicated, your case, that I don't have an answer for you. I said, how come? Like, scripture is the book of life. Like, there's got to be an answer for me and for this situation. There's got to be an application of our beliefs to this. And that's when I started studying in the seminary and they had a program for counseling, biblical counseling and pastoral care. And it's fairly new. It, it, it sounds like there's not many organizations that are, there's one that's called um, the biblical. Um, it's a biblical counseling association in Canada. That's been uh, Serving for 50 years, I think it is, and they are bringing counseling back to the church and uh, training and trying to make it accessible. But I still have a lot of people, especially in Windsor, not many people that can find counselors that are biblical. So, in during the pandemic, so I finished the course writing, and the pandemic hits, and I said this is going to be a massive mental health problem. Imagine all these people around the world Mm -hmm. whose life changes in a matter of days. Yeah. It was fast. Yes. It's a sudden change and, Mm -hmm. and um, it transformed people's life. And I had connections all over the churches global. So, when you spoke to the church in Europe, they had a different reality. When you spoke to the church in the Caribbean, they had a different reality. The one in Canada is different. So, but they all, but they're all struggling. And I said, well, there's got to be a way we can make counseling available for as many people as we can. I cannot cancel. Everyone, <laughs> I, can't, I don't have that capacity <laughs> that the Holy Spirit has, Yeah, but, but I, I got to do something. So I started the podcast and the podcast Life Talks by Yvette is, it's like counseling. I take a topic of counseling and then we talk about it. We talk about it so that you can do your own self-counsel wherever you are and. Mm. Um, And we apply scripture to it. It's got so many downloads. It was incredible. Mm. Like To me, it was an experiment. But then I realized by sharing it uh, through through social media in the different groups of depression, anxiety, uh, which has like uh, 50,000, I've seen even 100,000 members in those groups. And there's so much response. And it allowed us to counsel so many people all over the world because everybody was is struggling right now.
1: I want to bookmark that we're going to do like the movies where we're going to go up and then we're going to move back and then we're going to go up and we're going to move (laughs) back. I want to dive back into where we are right now, but before we go there, we need to go back because you said that you grew up in the Dominican. Right. That's right. Why did you move from the Dominican to Canada?
2: I, I grew up in a nice family, uh, I went to university there for business, and then I met this Canadian who needed help with his business. And I said, sure, like, I can help you. And then he said, okay, I'll, I'll help you with whatever we need to do, but I need help with my business. It's a very unique, it was a very unique um, business that designed a staging drapery for convention centers, hotel mm. staging, it was mostly staging. So I said yeah, I'll help. And and then I, I ended up here <laughs> and <laughs> helping him manage the business. So things were so, great in the Dominican and you just got this opportunity to move to Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I'm telling you, I I love the DR. I wish I could be there and I'm preparing to move anytime. Like who doesn't want endless summers? And like right. some right. of them. The best beaches in the world. Like, come on!
0: It's so true. I was there <laughs> right the year before my daughter was born, so about nine years ago, oh. to meet uh, to sponsor children. And oh, it good. was such an incredible experience. Me and my husband fell in love with it. He actually got the nickname Dominicano because oh, he looks like he could be from the Dominican. And so <laughs> whenever we were out and about, we were kind of the ones that looked like we might be the safe ones out of the group because <laughs> it was oh, mostly white Canadians. So we're like, okay, maybe we'll blend in. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, but what a beautiful awesome. country. Just I loved oh, it I there love so it.
2: much. So oh, I much. love it. I love it. It's an amazing place. And and uh, I'm glad you went for missions because, wow, mm-hmm. the incredible work that the church all over the world is doing in the DR, it's incredible. Yeah. Like they're taking our kids and sponsor them and just bringing such a different community all over the island. Yeah. Only Compassion has over 200 uh centers and each center Mm -hmm. has hundreds of kids so yeah uh the missionary work is it's great and and it's all because there's a lot of churches (laughs) right yeah so that that makes the work easier because it's it's uh you have a lot of platform to work with yeah there's a lot of pastors you can you can uh partner with so um So that's where I come from, from a land that it's pretty much Christian. If you are not Christian, it's because you don't want to, because Mm. (laughs) it's, it's a small place. Like it's, and, and, or you fear the Lord. It's, you either fear God or you're a Christian. One of the two. Yeah.
1: So Um, does do you still have family? Did any family come over to Canada with you or are they still back? uh, oh, they're still
2: there. They're still there. My parents came for one winter once and they said, Not again, sweetheart. (laughs) 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 Nope, my dad my dad said, I wish I I, the the cold will be a person I can punch him.
0: <laughs> was think, an inter- interesting experience. I think a lot of us feel like that each and every winter. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah, That's going to be my lifetime quote now. If the cold was a person, I would punch him.
2: Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. That's that's it. That's how dad was. Yeah. He, he, they experienced minus thirty four. That was so. It, it was a very cold winter. I think it was back in twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh, that was a rough winter and they experienced it and they said no darling you you never you again. Enjoy
1: you enjoy so, it. You come from a country where there's a church on every corner. You yes. come to Canada where we're lacking uh, for lack yes. of a better word, we're lacking church in some places. That's right. Then you said there's got to be a place that we can bring counseling for everyone. Yes. And this is the go back to go forward. And gotcha. then you decide to do life talk. So why why did you do this? Um, and what was the response from it as you started doing this?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, see, when you don't have a church, then the mental health is no good. Because there's there's no hope. And that's where depression kicks in. Then anxiety, all these things. You're hopeless. There's, there's no, nothing to look forward to. Uh, and, and that's one of the things I noticed here and you can see it in our situation with drugs and alcoholism up North. Like we, we might have people who drinks on the weekends in the DR, but, and, and they're not Christians, like a Christian drinking, like that's unheard of Mm. there. But, and he's, and he's, and he's, and he was deemed once one of the happiest people in the world. But the, the Dominican is a person who has something to look forward to, hope no matter what. And it, I see here that there's a lack of it. But it's mm-hmm. because there's not many there's not many churches. People doesn't go to church anymore. And and you can see it also in places like Montreal, that is the least religious region in the whole all the Americas in this whole hemisphere. Uh, Montreal is the least religious. They, they don't believe in anything anymore. So, uh, it, to me, as uh, as as a foreigner, sometimes it's shocking. Like it shocked mm. me. <laughs> like how come these people? That, it I just don't understand it because I grew up in a totally different uh, hemisphere. Like my flag is the only one in the world that has a cross of salvation in it. And it has the Bible open in John 3.16. You know the truth and the truth will set you free. So uh, we have God, homeland and freedom in mm-hmm. the flag as well, in the center with the scripture. Like it's so in us that even at some point politicians tried to remove it, but they said, how? You will remove who we are out of the yep. flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you will you will have to erase the whole flag because the whole flag is religious yeah
1: you have this idea to bring out mental health how important was it for you to have the backing of the church saying that hey we love this idea we need to help those who are hurting
2: that's right so mostly where i found the support of that was in the seminary in cambridge um and my my leaders there my teachers they're one of the leaders who are like promoting that in Canada they're really really good doctors in psychology and masters in theology and they said at one point the church was the place to get counsel which just mm. allowed uh atheists atheism to enter to education and that's when there was the split but at all times, we had the counsel for people. So that's what we're trying to do now. The church, the church is trying to retake uh, the application of scripture to mental issues. Now, of course, there's a there's there's cases where you, of course, need uh, the application of drugs and things like that. If it's if it's an extreme case, um, extreme pathology. But in those cases, we also recommend a biblical counsel to, to work with you. Like, yes, you get a psychiatrist, but at the same time, you can get a biblical counsel who can walk with you through that situation. So I think, I think what we, what I'm trying to do is promote that biblical counsel, not only within the church, but I also I talk to people who are not believers Mm. and and of course the gospel is good news. It gives them a hope within that situation they're going through. Hey, with that, through that divorce, there is hope in the end and this is how I can help you. Or I just being somebody to talk to most of my counsel is just listen to people. That's it. Just listen. and, And then the Holy spirit will allow me to do the application of the gospel later. Sometimes it's about having a friend. And I think that's where it is, there is the, a misconception of it. We mm. think, oh, I, I need so much knowledge <laughs> to be a counselor. But no, like it, that's exactly what the seminary in, in Cambridge is doing is they're trying to make it so accessible uh, so that anybody can do it. And, and people like Paul Tripp uh, who are huge promoters of biblical counseling right now? They're just trying to make it available. Anybody is, is able to do it. Not put all the pressure in our pastors, but have the community uh, uh, walk along somebody who's going through a situation or going through trauma, anxiety, and just just a hard time. Maybe you lost your job and you just need somebody to walk with you. Yeah. And then they realize. You know what? My problem is not so big. I was just, uh, overwhelmed by it. Yeah. You know? And, and that's, and that's what we're lacking. We're lacking of that crowd who's willing to walk with your, with your believer, your, your friend and your sister, brother in the Lord. Just, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we're lacking. And, and, and my hope is that through podcasts, the books we're putting out, is that people has access to see how simple it is and to look at the gospel as an answer for anxiety. Over
1: the last two years or so, because of the COVID, we've seen way more challenges than we've ever yes, expected. And that's right. mental health and uh, mental health talk challenges. Th- there's so much that has happened. From your perspective, and in, in dealing with a lot of this one-on-one, what yes. have you found to be the biggest hurt, the biggest challenge, the biggest need over these last few years?
2: Um, I, you know, uh, Johnny, the main thing is this generation hasn't suffered. Okay, we haven't experienced like other generations had that had big wars and. Uh, pandemics in the past, or uh, in the past we had, uh, we didn't have an advanced medicine, right? So you could lose your kid back then, mm-hmm. and and it was a normal thing. People would w- accept and and process suffering a lot differently than today. Today's suffering of of any kind is kind of like you failed. Like this is the end, and that's why you're seeing so much. I've noticed so much uh, suicidal thoughts, but it's because they've never experienced this before. So they think this is it. Th- this is it. Where? How am I gonna get out of here? Okay. How? How? And another thing is, not only we haven't experienced it before, but also. Um, you don't so you don't have that experience and you're thinking this is it and then uh this is not gonna there's no hope for it. i said but wait a minute this is just a season and and what is it wh- where is your hope then because that's another thing that suffering does it rearranges your needs and your wants and uh where your heart is right so i think that's kind of like the challenges of this time is suffering is not as bad as you think it's just mm. a season it's going to pass we all go through it and it's part of living in a broken world yes you can lose your job yeah that can happen now you now you're experiencing it and uh, you know what is not the end. It's not the end. It means that you're going to reinvent yourself mm-hmm. and you're going to think, what are your dreams? Have you ever thought about your dreams? Well, well, let's talk about it and let's see how you can make it happen in this difficult time. I think that's it. That's it. I think we, we haven't experienced big things and that's what's generating the, the anxiety and the depression. That's so bad. Like, I just want to end it. We just want to mm-hmm. escape. We don't want to suffer it. That's why you see, see, drugs is about that, about escaping the pain, about yeah. not, not living it. And that's, and I tell people, no, don't escape from it. You can learn from it. You can walk with the Lord day by day. I tell them one day at a time. It's what the scripture says. The Lord says each day has its own anxiety, right? So deal with today, tomorrow will come. And you'll see, once you get to the other side, you went through it and you learn and you're a different person, much stronger than what you are now. Yeah, amen. It's so true. But when you hear all of the
0: stories that people are going through, how do you not internalize that and take on their pain as well?
2: I think what I try to do is sit myself in their shoes, mm. right? It, it, that's what you're trying to do and walk alongside them and more than trying to take it all in. And sometimes I will get overwhelmed because <laughs> your mind is trying to internalize so many situations and sometimes you don't have anything to say. Oh yeah. you can and the holy spirit just lays in my heart If I just listen. Well cuz I I I just don't know what to say at some point and that's okay. I'm not god to have an answer for everything. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh and I realize like people I'm going to give you an example. Like the seniors I work with who were hit the worst cuz they had to endure months and months of isolation. These guys had it the worst. You guys had openings of certain things at some point, but seniors didn't, especially no. the ones in retirement homes. And they are still, we have restrictions. And um, this is people that tells me, frankly, I just want to die. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to die. But they're healthy. But they're in a level of depression that takes them there. And I, and I just, uh, I decided by observing all of them, you know what? It's about having someone. These people is just lonely. It's not a problem of hopelessness. It's about somebody there. Their families can enter to where I am uh, with them. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to counsel these people by sitting with them and listening to them and counseling them at the same time with scripture. So we will sit down, we would pray, we will talk about things, laugh, make jokes. And I'm telling you, they feel so much better. That's all they need, somebody who they can talk to and i think that's another problem the pandemic had it isolated us right yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so mostly online uh, i use the, the the internet to just connect with people just text me whatever you, you can do i can do video calls i can do whatever i'm um, being available for people was was a great tool and um and for the seniors like I said, just being there for them. Uh, try to give some consciousness to the staff that these people is depressed. It's not about giving them drugs to calm them down, but is there any way we can get staff to talk to them and sit down for a few minutes? I, I know we have some activity departments, but it's not the same. It's yeah. about sitting and talking to them. So uh, that's, uh, to me, That was the most challenging counseling ever. Yeah. How can you cancel somebody who I was shocked? I said, this person wants to die. How can I help them see hope in their last days? And there's also with seniors, there's a lot of regret um, because this is the end of your life. There's nothing you can do to change anything. You don't have any more energy. And they start regretting. And it's about, I was like, wow, how can I apply a scripture here? Mm. <laughs> like yeah. they are the most challenging counselees I've ever had. <laughs> but you know what? They, they I've learned so much from them to teach the younger generations then. Because I can see down the road, if you do the wrong thing with your family, if you give up, I can see the end it's, it's not good. So let, let me try to change the, <laughs> the path from somebody that is like I said, like this person who was divorcing, for example. I said, it's not about you. This is about your generations coming, your children, grand great great grandchildren. You have to be a good father in this situation. It's not about you giving up. If you give up, it's not about you. You're giving up in all the ones that are coming behind you. It, it gives a, a brighter perspective and, and it, it helps people own their destiny a lot more. People want to say, oh, I just want to give up. Uh, this is too much. This is No, wait a minute. You can't give up. And this is how we can do it day by day with the Lord, with scripture. You got this. You can suffer this and 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 take over the Lord's sufferings with His strength. Mm-hmm. This is not about your strength, and 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 that's where you add a, the remedy of Scripture to their mental health issue. Well, well, it's not so bad like I thought. It's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's it just, it, it's, it's been great. Like, it's been a very, very interesting time. And if we are, like many say, entering the end times, the Lord says something interesting. He says, only those who persevere. That means this is going to be a rough time. He says, only those who persevere will be saved. That's a, He's talking about some serious... Uh, mental health, uh, exercise that we gotta do to make it to the end. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it because we have the Holy Spirit. We had scripture. I think we can do this. Yeah. I think it's all about the church getting into promoting counseling with the right application of theology. That's all. It sounds like
0: you have so much wisdom and knowledge, but I feel like people who are in that place have not gotten there without a few struggles of their own. And this oh, is the of <laughs> and this is the why me project. So I'm curious to know: Have you experienced any moments where you just were crying out and saying,
2: "Why me, Lord? Why me?" Oh yes, of course. I I um at some point uh, when I came here, because I'm all first of all I'm here all by myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, all my family is gone. The Lord allowed me to be here all by myself, and that's an incredible loneliness and and a battle with depression. Sometimes, uh, and also, I'm in healthcare, so in healthcare, you're in constant uh, exposure to suffering, yeah. and that can affect your mental health. I and for that, I have a, I have created a whole system. <laughs> to maintain my mental health sane because I have to be there for them, right? So I have to make sure I have somebody to talk to uh, who has uh, counseling knowledge, like my pastor, who is an excellent counselor. And I saw myself at, at a very difficult point uh, about three years ago, When I decided to go on my own, because the person who brought me here, he said, no, you cannot leave the business. And it became a legal battle. Wow. It did with two law firms. (laughs) He was really fighting. No, you're not leaving. I'm like, yes, I am leaving this and I just want to do something else. I I don't want to do this anymore. So that was a battle that I had to fight on my own. And it was so stressful all by myself. My, my Both my dad and my sister are lawyers, but they are in the DR. They they're not here with me. So they had to counsel me over the phone mm. uh, and listen to my lawyers here. And uh, I, I experienced mental health issues big time. Like panic attacks and lack of sleep and anxiety, high levels of anxiety for long periods of time. Yes, I hang on to God that whole time, but my body was, was, is flesh. So even though I was believing in my spirit, at the same time, my body was suffering all the, the exposure to these moments of pressure.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and, and the funny thing was when I approached my counselor at church, they said, We, we can't help you because we, we don't know how to, we, we've never experienced this. So we can't wow. give you an answer to this. We, we, hmm. we don't know. So I was dealing with all these problems and nobody to talk to. And um, I had my pastor in the DR who had knowledge of counseling, and she, she does a lot of counsel there. And she was counseling me over WhatsApp, <laughs> over WhatsApp. Um, God is with you. And this is what God is, says about you. And I'm praying with, like, she was with me. She was with me through it all. And I said, wow, I do want people to have this.
1: Yeah.
2: How many people then go to the church and there's not an answer for them? Yeah. And it shouldn't be. And, and then I find myself in Heritage College and seminary, and I told that to the pastors. I said, I went through all this and there was no answer. And my teachers were speechless. They were quiet. They were like, "I can't," A- and and you know they can't criticize. This is not about criticizing the church. It's about observing. This is happening, and 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 in times of so much struggle, this is the time where we should have answers. And uh, that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all about. I'm I'm here to 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 listen to those who 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 need a, an ear when they're struggling. So it was something for to learn for us too in, in, in the seminary. Like it was great because we had someone experiencing different mental health issues and we had then the opportunity to apply scripture to it. And I, I learned so much from them. They explained to me my symptoms this is what you were experiencing. This is what. So I found all the answers I needed, but I had to sit down and study it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was my own uh, counselor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to study my very self. There you go. <laughs> right.
1: Her, her podcast is Life Talks. Uh, it's a podcast to encourage and to heal. Yvette Ringcon, uh, Yvette.Ringcon.1 on the Insta. We appreciate you taking some time and sharing your heart with us today.
2: Oh, thank you so much, guys, for inviting me. I had a great time.
1: We talk about mental health a lot, and we obviously know the importance of getting mental health help. But this, the last couple of years has really brought about more mental health to all of us.
0: It's true. It's definitely brought mental health into the forefront of conversations. How are we addressing mental health in the church? Um, and I just love what Yvette had to say about when you don't have hope, how can you mm. have good mental health? Yeah. So a lot of food for thought today.
1: And the other thing, too, is is when you're in the midst of the storm, that's all you see is the storm. Yeah. Sometimes you need that perspective of somebody outside of it to be able to navigate you through it. It just goes to show that we need to have somebody to talk to, whether they are a counselor or a pastor or just somebody who has a great ear to listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can't say it enough.
1: We can't say this enough. And that's download, subscribe, (laughs) tell a friend, a complete stranger tackle somebody and yeah. let them know that you could download on all of the different places, Holly.
0: Absolutely. We got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Edify. Uh, there's so many more, but if you're thinking that's a little overwhelming, <laughs> you can always go to faithstrongtoday.com.